All right, all right, guys. Welcome once again to the podcast. And yeah, super excited for today's episode with Alice Ding from Miapo, right? I, I hope that I'm pronouncing it correctly, Alice. <laughs> um, yes, Miapo. Awesome. So uh, yeah, super excited for this conversation. We're going to talk about SEO, specifically about um, really a really interesting story that Alice can share with us about how to grow uh, an SEO agency, how to manage a team of people worldwide, uh, a little bit of a really particular niche that you're working in, right? I think that this is something that is not heard about that much nowadays. Uh, but yeah, super excited to to connect with you, Alice, and I hope that we can ma make the most use of your time now that you're going to be sharing 20 minutes with us on today's episode. But yeah, that aside, I would love it if you can maybe introduce a little bit yourself and let us know who you are, what you guys do at Apple, And from there, we'll, we're going to start with the conversation. Yeah, sure. So it all started in 2015 when I decided to plant the seed of Mi Apple company in the digital marketing world. So uh, we started humbly from a small size uh, full service agency with a few uh, employees to a progressing and a growing company. Uh, we served all kinds of clients at first, such as uh, restaurants, you know, um, e-commerce, fashion, uh, real estate industry, and so on. Uh, then we found our niche part, uh, golf industry, and we found our strongest points, SEO and the marketing automation. Uh, so use the of SEO uh, search engine optimization also boosts the number of local clients. It's uh, very important in the uh, local business and uh, even in the golf industry, since many people use Google search or maps to find uh, the local business. Uh, awesome. More than that, yeah, we have a marketing automation software for uh, tea time reservation management and online payments. So we are now more than uh, just a digital marketing agency. We are uh, the business field that uh, will drive our client growth business to the road to success. Awesome. You know, out of curiosity, Alice, why is it that you guys decided to start on SEO? Like, did you have any background prior to starting the agency? Or just that was what you were naturally the best at, or I mean, which is the what is the reason you decided for to go for SEO as your main core service? Yeah. So uh, at the start of the company, um, so uh, one of our uh, co-founders is uh, very good at SEO at this gotcha. moment. Yeah, okay. and also we have a lots of uh clients that uh, who needs uh, SEO, and uh, that's why uh, there's like local business there. So I that's why we started with SEO. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome! You know, Alice, one of the things that I mean, we connected for the first time like two weeks ago or something, right? The first time that we had a call. But mm -hmm. one of the biggest things I wanted to to ask you because I know that uh. A lot of people might be interested in learning SEO and how to apply this and, and et cetera. But I wanted to ask you for some specific, let's say, um, guidelines or strategies that you would like to share with the listeners on maybe how to use SEO to grow a local business, whether that is restaurants or whatever it might be. Um, maybe how how some general tips that you can share, number one. And number two, um, how you maybe maybe it would be interesting to see like how you guys use this for the golf industry like how you guys go about SEO for golf in the industry. Okay, sure. Yeah, so there are uh, lots of ways. I mean, uh, there are a few ways to uh, of getting customers for SEO agencies. So yeah, one, yeah so one of the most costly and effective ways is that we are using uh, now is a data crawl to from the local list of the yellow pages and LinkedIn. Yeah. 
So yeah, so there's like uh, you can see lots of uh, yellow pages from uh, internet. Let's say if you are targeting, uh, for example, you are targeting uh, news and entertainment trends. So you may get the trend uh, in content information from a related yellow page if you Google search there. There are many um, restaurant yellow page uh, that you can find for there. Yeah. Uh, and then you may hire uh, one data crawl specialist to do uh, all of this information for you, maybe from uh, Upward, the the price is very low, so the specialist will scrap the data from a bunch of yellow pages you provided and remove the duplicate ones. So then at least you got the uh, draft cross name and the general contact information. But uh, we don't need the general information. We need the decision maker's uh, honors phone and email uh, and uh, his phone number maybe, right? And so here, however, um, you cannot find this uh, from the yellow page. That's uh, the step I will talk about next. Uh, so that's the secret weapon um, that really helps you to get the de decision maker's contact information. So awesome. um, yeah, for growth area, so most of the honors uh, 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 appear, appear on the LinkedIn. So we uh, we use some uh, LinkedIn marketing tools like uh, we as we uh, like uh, we connect to search for the primary decision makers uh, content information there. So we important uh, import all the uh, data from the uh, yellow pages to there and find the for example find the the CEO or owner or president of the uh, this golf course from LinkedIn there. So in this way we um, we will get all the needed uh, code call or code email content information there easily. And uh, for golf industry, it's very easy. There's like uh, about uh, 3,000 outdoor uh, golf courses in Canada and about uh, like 17,000 uh, outdoor golf courses in the United States. So we, just, we may just need to get uh, this information from uh, Yellow Page and LinkedIn. And then we can use this info, use some uh, email software to send emails or we can directly call them. Yeah, awesome. And typically when you send emails, do you guys... Um, just send the email and that's it? Or do you also reach out? I mean, do you send the email also on LinkedIn, if possible, maybe on Instagram or Twitter? Or, or how is it? Like, do you guys typically do everything or just email? Well, just email and LinkedIn, let's say. Or how is it? Yeah, normally we started with LinkedIn and also we send email. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's because, of course, uh, I want the listeners because just, of course, most of the people that listen to our podcast are either agency owners or SaaS founders. So for maybe in somebody that is running an SEO agency that they can also uh, learn a little bit of how you guys do things. And I think that has been super insightful so far. Uh, another topic that I wanted to discuss, Alice, is um, I know that you are having a team that is all over the world, basically, right? So um, I wanted to learn maybe some team management tips that you want to share, uh, maybe when it, when it comes to um well of course managing people that are maybe not necessarily physically next to each other uh so that would be one and also a little bit on um basically how to yeah basic team management tips because i know that you you also told me that you have people that mm -hmm. because of currency exchanges are are easier to leverage when it comes to reducing costs for your agency right so maybe you can talk a little bit about that that would be awesome yeah sure so yeah, so as you said, uh, our team is uh, now worldwide at this moment, especially yeah. during the pandemic, you know. Yeah. Uh, so they're working, all working full remotely all over the world. Uh, although we, we have a we have office in both United States and Canada. So uh, yeah, so 
some of them are from India, some from Europe, some are from China, and some are locally there. So managing them uh, is not that uh, easy, as you know. Yeah. So, but however, however, if you are able to do this, is uh, significantly reduce your agency cost. Uh, as you know, you may always find the best employee and the cheapest employee all over the world. So you may hire the like in, for example, if you hire the Indian for you may hire the Indian person for the uh, website development, uh, which may only cost you maybe one fifth money for of hiring a local one. And you may hire East European for design because uh, their design styles it kind of mostly matches the North American design styles. Or you may hire some others uh, for yeah like that. Uh, so this will lower your agency operation cost a lot, and uh, you may find these people from um, lots of uh, there's lots of um, uh, freelancer website like uh, Upwork is one of the most common ones you may you know, and also you can find uh, some others from uh, Fiverr, Topto, uh, another uh, platform. There's lots of uh, uh, freelancer platform there. Um, so you may, uh, filter the, maybe give them some, uh, some small tasks and, uh, filter your employees and try to find the best one as, uh, as soon as you can. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, how we, um, choose a, a remote person there. And, uh, to make, uh, to manage the remote, uh, I mean, a remote team, uh, we are using some, uh, time management software as well, uh, such as the, uh, hub staff. I'm not sure if you used that before. Uh, there's a uh, lot of, uh, similar ones. Yeah. That, that's so for hub, yeah. No, uh, yeah, definitely. One, one tool that we use, we, we are really something that we like doing is actually focus on, uh, using a small stack of platforms that, work well in a systematically manner. So for example, we use ClickUp inside for, for operations and for client delivery. And inside of ClickUp, there are different options for maybe tracking time, managing what everybody's working on, et cetera, and delegation. So um, I have not used that platform in the past, but we, of course, we, we, we understand like how important it is to actually manage both time and track time. And mostly when you are getting paid from projects, et cetera. But yeah, please continue. <laughs> Yeah, we have some employees using ClickUp as well. Yeah, okay. so for, yeah, but for, and for half staff, it's like something like it records, it's similar to ClickUp and it records your work time from each project. And uh, the most thing is uh, it randomly captures a screenshot from your, comp uh, from your computers. So in this way, you can manage your uh, remote employees well, even though they're not at the office. So you can check uh, what they're doing from the screenshot there. So uh, that's yeah, that's one way we manage using the time management software to manage the remote employees. Um, also, we uh, need uh, employees to submit timesheet every week, so we can track uh, how is uh, how well is this uh, project going and uh, use these timesheets as reference to build the client invoice. Uh, oh. Yeah. Besides this, we have. Um, as usual, we have uh, some regular meetings every week and uh, stand up meetings every day. Awesome. That that's great because that's that's something that is not often, I mean, that is not often done, even if I also believe that is super valuable to actually catch up with your team members and see uh how's everything going, if they are if they have the resources to actually execute on what they need to do, right? Because that's another thing. Like we, we, most of times we as uh leaders 
we feel like, yeah. hey, yeah, we, right. I gave them everything that they need. And maybe they're like, okay, I don't know how to do this and how to do this as well as the founder actually knows, right? So um, I think that that's super valuable to be given the resources and catching up to see if everything's working well. And also, you mentioned a little bit on tracking uh, for big, I mean, because when, when we need to keep track of invoices and payments and everything that has to do with getting paid, basically, um, sometimes people have a hard time selling SEO, right? Because maybe, yeah, people, I mean, clients might understand the value of organic traffic without having to rely on pay ads, pay ads. And that's why they say, like, yeah, SEO is important. But maybe sometimes it's hard to, um, not hard, but it takes time for SEO to start ranking your website. Uh, for Google, sorry, to start ranking your website in their in their search engines, right? So what happens is that uh, maybe three months, four months, or five months go by, or maybe even one year, depending on what you're selling or who you're working with, etc. Maybe one year to your clients actually start ranking on Google, right? So uh, I wanted to ask you because I know that you guys do some uh, interesting stuff to actually monetize uh, or not monetize, but actually make more appealing or easier to sell your SEO services, right? So can you let us know a little bit more about what you guys do to 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 make that part of the equation easier to sell? Yeah. So for um to like to build a trust with the clients, we, we usually sell our web design service first, which is uh this is very also very important for SEO because uh it is related to the content. Uh, when you have a website, you the SEO is mostly kind of uh, like you need to do something with the content there first, and your website URL will be uh, appeared on the Google search, right? Yeah. So. Uh, this is a like a very smaller project that uh, clients may want to uh, cooperate with, and uh, without a website, you cannot even do the SEO part. So um, we we are trying to sell uh, sell this first uh, until they like build some um, uh, trust, so we can uh, do the SEO project next uh, for the next step there. Yeah. Um, the other one is uh, we have some um, we have our own uh, marketing automation cloud software. So for golf industry, one of the uh, most common used software is uh, like T-Time booking software. So we sell them the software so they can try our uh, what we developed before and they can use these tools uh, uh, to uh, connect with the website and the other marketing tools and uh, also accountings. Uh, and if they like it, uh, they may uh, have another uh, business with us, like SEO. Uh, besides that, um, we have uh, some uh, other uh, things like the uh, we sell the SEM. Like we, they, if they don't have enough budget, I know the SEO uh, budget is sometimes is uh, big, so we can provide them uh, some SEM uh, projects uh, like first. And if they see some progress in you know, for their websites and uh, for their rankings, they may have um, started to consider about uh, some larger projects and uh, may consider about the Google search thing. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. No, no, that, that's actually super valuable, Alice. And mostly I think that for people that um, have an SEO agency, it's important to actually understand that uh, because I know that a lot of people may have that struggle that they are like, hey, how can I make my clients actually see the ROI or the or the value of what I'm doing even when they are maybe not drunking right there, right? So, yeah, it's important to have uh, some fast action or or something that allows to to monetize uh, your services. 
um, I mean, for the major clients, monetize some something with your agency, maybe before they get started start to run, because that's also going to get their will, their goodwill. There is going, they're going to be happier about having done business with you, etc. Right? Um, but yeah, Alice, one thing that I always like to ask to the podcast guests that we have is actually, uh, I mean, and I want to give you one minute so that you can talk about whatever you want. And what I mean by that is that if there's, because there are going to be some people that might be listening to the podcast and they, that they're going to be like, all right, so uh, I like what this girl Alice is saying. I will go and check out my, my Apple. There might be other people that this is the last time that they hear about you. But what I want to do is to ask you uh, one piece of advice or one thing that you would like to tell the listener on the other side of the podcast. Uh, maybe it has to, maybe it can be business related. Maybe it's not. Uh, maybe basically anything that you would like to share with the audience, literally anything. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Uh, there's too, there are too many things to share. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe one thing is, uh, like for agency, I think, uh, uh, I would say the, um, always uh, the management and the cost and uh, choosing clients is uh, the the most important thing for uh, the agent uh, the agency yeah cool and another thing might be um if there's any tv show movie or book that you would like to recommend the audience that's a little bit more personal so anything that you would like to recommend to the to the audience that I mean, maybe your favorite book your favorite movie or your favorite tv show <laughs> Um, um, so recently I watched uh, some, um, digital, mar you know, digital marketing shows, podcast and there. So <laughs> I would recommend one, uh, like digital marketing podcast there. So, uh, it's uh, one, um, I forgot the name is, uh, so it's a uh, new Patel and uh, it's about the SEO, uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's uh, very valid. a marketing show. I think that is called, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's very valuable for SEO uh, service there. So if you uh, follow that show, uh, sorry, follow that uh, podcast, you will learn a lot about uh, the basic SEO stuff there. Awesome. Love it. Thank you, Alice. Thank you very much for your time. It's been really a pleasure. And yeah, let's keep chatting uh, soon, okay? Yeah, sure.